Hey there. Thank you so much for checking out this message with us at Believer's Chapel. Our prayer is that you have a genuine experience with God and that you're able to connect with him in a deeper way as a result of listening to this message. Thank you again. God bless you. Thank you for being here this morning. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm not going to say I haven't been in church since last year, but I haven't preached since last year, just so you guys know. So, <laughs> Dad jokes, right? Thank you for joining us today. We're so glad that you came. Um, and thank you for those of you online. Thank you for joining in with us today. We are going to get into the Word of God. How many of you guys just love God's Word to us? It is powerful. It's true. It changes our hearts. It gets in there and it just shakes things up, makes us makes the wrong things right. It cuts off shame and guilt and fear. It gives us hope. It gives us life. It gives us faith. It gives us a future. God's word is so powerful. It's active. And so I want to encourage you this new year, get into God's word. It is amazing. So a couple of quick announcements. Uh, we are going to be doing our 21 days of prayer and fasting starting next starting next Monday, not tomorrow, but the 9th. You can start tomorrow if you want, but we're starting the 21st together as a, a body like we do every year uh, for 21 days. Um, we're gonna have encounter nights every single Monday for the next, not tomorrow, but starting the 9th. From then on, all the way through February's encounter, the first Monday in um, February. So we'll have like four or five, that is in a row, on Monday nights here at seven. You could join us. We're going to be praying together. We're going to be worshiping Jesus together, and we're going to be experiencing God's presence together and just see what he wants to speak to us and what he wants to do and experience him together. So I just want to encourage you uh, to be a part of that in any capacity that you feel. Some of you may not, uh, may fast, um, whatever you want to do, you know, is between you and, and Jesus, uh, but do something, do something. Some may give up social media or some may give up um, different types of food or all food or you know, whatever, but the point is, is you're sacrificing these things so instead you can be with Jesus and really seek after him and get closer to him over these 21 days. And Pastor Bethany and the team, they put together this journal, um, Body, Soul, and Spirit journal uh, for you guys. It's free of charge. You can get it in um, the lobby after service today uh, and start getting ready for this fast. And each day there's a little, um, just a thing to journal and uh, during this, this prayer and fast time. So we'll have more information about that, um, but it's, it's starting the night and going until 21 days after that, whatever that is. So I wanna just uh, speak to you today on the subject. I, I just wanna encourage you today that we have much to hope for. I had one amen. <laughs> Lisa's hopeful. We have much to hope for. I just wanna just, just remind us all that we have much to hope for, all right? So not everybody, as obviously as the response to that, may believe that. You may see that, oh, this, is, this has not been a great 2022 for me. Uh, it's been rough. Or maybe, uh, you know, you don't have much to hope for because you've been disappointed. Has anybody in this place been disappointed? Right? <laughs> and when you get disappointed, you have less trust or hope in whatever, the, whatever disappointed you, right? For example, people. How many have been disappointed by other people? <laughs> right? All of us have been disappointed by somebody. How many of you disappointed other people? Come on, let's be real, right? How many of you guys stayed up past midnight last night? 
I just want to see a show of hands. I just want to see what I'm dealing with here, sleepiness or what. All right, be real, be real. All right, I did too. So if I sleep preach, you know, that's, you'll know. Um, we all have, we've all been disappointed. This causes us to lose hope, right? We have, it's kind of like, you know, have you ever been like really hopeful that this person would like you? You know, when you're a teenager or a young adult and you're looking for the special one and, you know, you're hoping that this might be the person and you ask them out on a date and you're excited, they say yes, and you go to show up and you get stood up. Has anybody been stood up before? Yeah, a few of us, all right. And so then you start thinking, well, maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I won't ask this, uh, another person again. What if it happens again? And then you start having this fear of, uh, you know, that this is, gonna, this is gonna happen again, and so you don't ask. And then you start to be reserved, and you start to lose hope, and uh, whatever, right? Or maybe we've been disappointed in other ways. Maybe you've never been stood up, but you've, you've had somebody break up with you before they broke your heart, or worse yet, some of us in this place have been divorced, like myself, and that's really, and then you think, well, I can never get uh, in another relationship again. What if that happens again? And so the Bible says it like this. It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And I believe that we have a lot of people walking around this, this community with sick hearts because their hope has been deferred. In other words, their hope has been disappointed they were hopeful for this thing to work out and it didn't work out. The marriage didn't work out or this relationship didn't work out or they were hoping for their finances and this breakthrough in their finances and it just hasn't worked out or they were hoping in this promise and this thing that they hoped for. And so before long, we have a bunch of people walking around with no hope because they have nothing to hope in anymore because everything's been a disappointment, especially in the culture that we live in today. After COVID, 2020 was a very disappointing year for many, many, many people. 2022, with the economy and inflation, uh, our finances have been <laughs> very disappointing, right? And so a lot of people are walking around with hopelessness and thinking, I don't know what I can count on anymore. The world had, was in turmoil just a couple years ago. It was uprooted, upended, and I don't know if I can hope in health even anymore. I don't know if I can hope in the future of my life much longer. Uh, the economy seems to be upside down, and I don't know if I can trust in my finances anymore either. What's going to happen? And we walk around in, with these sick hearts of hopelessness, not being able to, to even dream. We've even had, in, uh, even amongst our staff, when, when our church has been through some difficult seasons in the past, where it was, seemed like how can we even push forward in the things of God? How can we even push forward as a church into different things when, when everything that we tried to do was the, like the rug was cut from right, right under, pulled right from underneath us and we fell and we were disappointed again and again and again. How can we dream again? How can we move forward again? How can we fulfill anything again? And some of us in this place or some of you watching on, online are, are in this place of hopelessness or maybe you have hope in certain things, but in other things, it's like, eh, I don't know. And so you have this, this cancer that's starting to build inside of our hearts called hopelessness or disappointment and it, it, it causes us to kind of have uh, less faith in God and less faith in hope. And all of us can feel like this at times. But the Bible, <laughs> but God has some scriptures for us about this thing called hope. And in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, 
The writer of Hebrews said, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. I gotta preach here for a second, all right? You may put your hope in a lot of other things besides God. And I'm gonna tell you, when you put your hope in all those other things, whether it's people, whether it's finances, whether it's job, whether it's career, whether it's all those things, they will sooner or later disappoint you, period. You can have hope in that, <laughs> that somebody's going to disappoint you again. But if you put your hope in God, he is faithful to do what he promised. His words, the Bible said, are yes and a, his promises are yes and amen. Meaning that everything that he says is true. Meaning that everything that he says uh, to you or in the scripture and his word to you will come to pass, period. You may not trust in other things, in other people, in the economy, in other things, but there is one thing you can hope in and trust in and as the God and his word. The Bible says that for he who promised it is faithful. He will come through. He always has come through. He will never fall short. He comes through again and again and again and again. So he says, the writer says in Hebrews, he says, let us hold unswervingly. That's a pretty interesting word, right? Say that 10 times fast, unswervingly. You don't really have to do it, but. Unswervingly. Like, if it was swervingly, <laughs> what would that look like, right? Like, like, have you ever been in a car where, you know, one time, don't tell my aunt I'm sharing this story. Hopefully she's not watching. One time when she was about 17, she had a driver's license and I was, I'm like five or six years younger than my aunt. You know, she's the youngest, my mom was the oldest. So she asked if she could take us on this trip to wherever, I don't remember, and could drive us somewhere. So my mom let her take my sister. I think, I don't know, Missy, were you there? I don't remember. We were going on 81. And we're just going down this road, no cars around, nothing. And, out of, and it's a hot summer day, no rain, nothing, dry roads on 81. And all of a sudden, the car, <laughs> I'm in the back seat, just does a 360. Right in the middle, 55, the speed was 55 back then. She's probably going 65, I don't know. Uh, and the car just did a 360 right in the middle of the highway. And then she just keeps going. <laughs> And it was like, what in the world? And she says, guys, mom's not listening, right? Mom's not here, okay. Don't tell your mother what just happened. <laughs> were you there? No, I don't, you might not have been in there. But we were just going, and all of a sudden, she just does this. This is called swervingly. She swerved badly in the middle of 81 for really no reason, right? There's no rain. There's no, nobody were passing. I don't know what she was thinking or doing. There was no texting back then because there was no cell phones back then. And we just swerved. And so the Bible says to hold unswervingly. In other words, don't do a 360 or 180. Don't go off the road. Don't come unhinged. Stick to it. Stay straight. Stay strong. Go in the path that God has called you to go on. Don't go up. Don't go down. Don't go left. Stay with God. Stay with hope. Well, all the things that he's promised, hold on to them without swerving. Hold on to them truthfully. Don't waver. So everybody got it? Got the point? Stick with him because he who promised these things is faithful. In Philippians 1.6, it gets a little bit more personal. Paul says to the, Phil the, Phil uh, 
the Philipp- Philippians, thank you, having a hard time speaking. Um, Paul is saying to the, the, the church here <laughs> to, about ourselves. He says it like this. He says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. What does this mean? When you came to Christ and you said, hey, I'm gonna choose to believe in him and what he did for me on the cross, that was just the beginning of your transformation. For the rest of eternity, you are going to be transformed back into the original plan that God had for you. And the Bible is saying right here that God is faithful to complete the work that he began in you on that first day when you received Christ. You see, before that day you received Christ, you were swervingly all over the place. You were going on your own path away from God and in one direction towards damnation for eternity. But God, because of his great love for you, sent Jesus to die on the cross to take the place of your sins and somehow, some way, knocked on the doors of your heart, got a hold of you, and you said yes. How many of this place said yes to Jesus, right? And that awesome is the best decision you've ever made. And in that moment, you know, you thought, oh, I'm great now, I'm good to go to heaven. But what you don't realize some of the times is that that was just the beginning, that God now is knocking on the door of your heart over and over and over again, pulling you closer to him, trying to get you out of that miry muck, mud, dirt that you keep wallowing around in like a pig. Like he keeps coming and saying, no, 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 let's not go back into that, right? Let's, let's, let's get this part of your life because that's making you dirty. That's making you messy. That's making you ugly. That's making you not, not what I had intended for your life. So, so the scriptures is telling us right here that God is faithful uh, to do what he promised. And one of his promises that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion. That he's going to complete the work. Now, some of us fight it more than others. <laughs> Have you ever had like a stubborn uh, animal before? Right? How many of you have pets? We have an Aussie and he is amazing. He's not very stubborn. He's usually pretty compliant. Right, babe? He's like, he's pretty good, right? He doesn't, you know, when he's a puppy, he's a little, you know, we had to get him up to speed on the rules of the house. But, you know, he's pretty good. But I've had other animals that, man, they just, they just do not want to submit to the authority of the house or whatever, right? Some of us are like that. God has this amazing plan. He wants to carry it on to completion in our lives. And some of us can be a little hard-headed. We could say, well, I think I know better than God. Has any of us done this? You don't have to raise your hand. But just... This is a rhetorical question. Have you done that before? Like, God, I know God says this, but I think I know a little better than God. No, nobody's done that, right? We've all done that. That's called 
sin. That's called doing the opposite of what God has asked us to do. And, and we do that. But yet God, even in his faithfulness, continues to forgive, continues to prod, continues to love, continues to try to bring us back to himself, continues to try to get us cleaned up, continues to try to get us in this right uh, plan, in this right place. I want to just look back on a couple of things that God has started in our lives. Can we do that? As we look back over 2022, I wanna look back over what he's done in our hearts, what he's done in this church, and I want you to think about some of the things that he's just done in 2022 in your own personal life or in your family. First of all, what has God started in you or continued in you over this last 2022? I know one of the things that he's done in most of your lives is that he's continued to provide salvation for you. Maybe you received Christ last year, but maybe you received him many years ago. Either way, he's continued to work salvation through you. He's continually doing that in our lives, saving us from the sin of um, this world, the, the, the actions that we do in, in the world. He's continued to rescue us, continuing to pull us to himself, continuing to cover us. The other things that God does in our lives is restore us. He fixes the broken places in our life. Even this thing, hope, that we're talking about today, he comes and restores hope in our lives and he fixes those broken places in our hearts. Some of us have been dis very disappointed in other people. Uh, maybe it was, a, a, again, a divorce or maybe it was an abandonment that one of your parents may have left you or whatever it may, may be, but God has come to restore and to fix the broken places in our lives. He's, uh, so he's, he's provided salvation. He's provided restoration. He continues to reconcile, uh, which just means he continues to try to have a relationship with us, to bring us back into a relationship with him. Re reconciliation, he just continues to, he continues to forgive. In 2022, how many times has he had to forgive you? Let me rephrase it. In 2022, how many times has God lovingly forgiven you? Is the number 365, like one every, every day? Is it 100 times? Is it 1,000 times? Whatever the number, aren't you so thankful that God has forgiven you every single day, everything you've done wrong in 2022? Isn't that amazing? He has healed you. God in 2022 has also helped you. You're still here. You're still alive. God is still breathing life into you. You are made out of really two things, dirt and God's breath. And he continues to breathe into you, continues to give you hope and life. In our church over this past year, I wanna share some of the things that God has done here. Every single week, we've seen people come to Christ. Isn't that awesome? We've seen many salvations in 2022. We've seen many people go through growth track. That's the beginning step of discipleship of how to start that relationship with Christ and how to be used uh, in God's army or how to be used in this church that he loves so deeply. Uh, we've had 40 people go through growth track this past year and start that develop, developmental stage in their relationship with Christ. If you haven't started at growth track, I can't encourage you enough to get started because God is gonna do greater and greater things the more and more that you draw closer to him. Uh, another thing God has done in this place this last year, uh, we've, we have 
a couple of counselors, professional counselors now in this place to help people with deeper issues that, you know, we all get stuck at times in life. And we need help. And God uses, he uses pastors, he uses our uh, crew leaders, he'll use um, elders in this place, but he also sometimes uses professional counselors and even doctors at times if it's a medical issues, right? God will use those things. And we're thankful to have in this house some counselors. I mentioned crews. We continue uh, to prioritize crews each season and continue to have a place where we can continue to grow. Uh, this last year, we launched for the first time our Reach 315 uh, initiative. If you don't know what that is, our heart is to be able to get, get the gospel to every single person in this community. We want them to hear about Jesus and what he did. I believe that the, the, the number in this community that have heard the gospel story, I know people have heard about Jesus, but they haven't heard what Jesus really did. And I believe that number is over 50% of the people in this community have never heard the gospel story. And so that's like a slap in an evangelist's face. And so I want to get the, we want to get the message of Jesus Christ out to people. And so this beginning of this 2022, and we just launched again, relaunched again in the fall here, uh, with a, um, it, what it is, is a landing page, a website. It's, it's called uh, reach315.com. You can check it out. And it's just sharing Jesus. It's not trying to get people to come to our church, although they can come to our church. There's links to it. But it's just sharing Jesus with people by video. Um, some, actually, this one right now is Pastor Joey sharing the gospel in less than like two minutes. Uh, it's other scientific um, uh, ways to sh prove that the Bible is real, that God is real. That's a lot of the Chris Roop stuff. For those of you that don't know Chris Roop, I can talk about it later. But, uh, and answers in Genesis and stuff like that. We have different testimonies on there and all different things to present Jesus to people. We also sent out mailers, uh, thousands of mailers to this community with a QR code. If they scan that QR code, it goes right to this page. And that's gone all through Cicero and even uh, further this year, uh, this this last month. Further than that, you may have gotten one of those cards from us. I want to just kind of give you some numbers on this. This year, we've had 120,000 people look at that page. Out of those 120,000 people that have looked at that page, 60,000 of them, that's half of them, have clicked on something on that page to check it out further. That could be one of the scientific things or to read up more on it or to check out our church or to just do just different things like that. So we are getting the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ out to the community through where they are, social media, right? This is plastered through our social media pages. It's, it's pushed into their social media pages uh, through our marketing campaigns. We do geofencing. We do all these things to get the message out to people. Isn't that a good thing? Is that a good thing? God has been faithful to help us in this. And it is, we just launched it again. We launched it back in January of 2022, uh, but we had some hiccups. So we paused it, fixed it, and then we relaunched it again just this last month. Isn't that cool? Um, yeah, so it's, and, it, and it's already reached that many people. Um, we continue as a church. God has, through this last year, helped us to develop in our worship team, our preaching, our kids, our youth ministry, our youth ministry. We're, we're rebuilding some things. We're a church that is on the move and that is building, rebuilding, building, rebuilding, right? Continually so that God can use us in greater capacities. This last year, this is our second year that we have given 10% 
uh, to missions. We've sponsored people like uh, my friend John Canan, who has given his life to be a missionary to the state of New York public schools. And what he does is he goes to churches and helps them to start campus clubs in public schools. And so all around the state, he is, he is working uh, on this, and we sponsor him. Uh, as a church, we're part of the uh, Central New York Food Bank. We help sponsor families, and we've given thousands of dollars in food and other things to help people that are in need in this community. We support places like the Rescue Mission and Teen Challenge. There's a community center up in Hastings that's just started uh, that we are helping. And now we're going to start a community center here. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, over the, overseas, we've done a, a walk-a-thon, run, run, 5K. I walked, some ran. Um, for Love 146, which helps end sex, uh, child exp- uh, Help me out here. My staff told me not to use the other word, so I have to be careful. Um, child exploitation. We're trying to stop and you can fill in the blanks, right? Love 146, you can check it out. Uh, we, we sponsor them. We've given uh, quite a few thousand dollars from the walkathon. We raised over, I think, right around $5,000 or maybe right under it, and we've given above that as well to help this cause. Uh, we have churches in India, in China with Tony and David and Sri Lanka now, and um, they are growing. They're moving. They're all um, under our covering now as believers chapel. Um, isn't it awesome? We've given to you the Ukraine efforts. The churches helped out churches in Ukraine that are going through war right now. And there's many, many more things that we've done in 2022. I just say all this to say we have something to hope for. If God is faithful in all the things that he's done in our lives in 2022, I'm talking about salvation and restoration and reconciliation and forgiveness and all these things that he's healed us and he continues to help us. Uh, and he's done all these things through our church as a team, as us coming together as one body. It's kind of like a football team, right? Like we all play a different part, but all of us have to play that part, whether it's in serving, whether it's in preaching, or whether it's being on the worship team or greeting or ushering or giving. We all play a role to move this thing forward. That is the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And you are a part of it. Lastly, this past year, uh, we've done a lot of capital improvements around this place. We installed a new roof over our, this is not glamorous, but we have installed a new roof over the youth center, that whole area. We've painted the entire outside of this building. Has anybody really noticed that, by the way? It's really nice. You should check it out because it used to be this cream yellow, which, you know, was good at the time, but it's, it's, that's like 30 years old. Now it's, you know, it looks better. Um, we just painted this last month, we painted the inside of the gymnasium. Uh, probably many of you have not seen that, but I want to encourage you, after the kids get out, you can't go back there when the kids are in there, uh, but once the kids end, go check it out. Go check out the gym. Please don't go while the kids are back there. I'll get in trouble. We can't do that because of security, right? We don't want people back there with our kids unless they're background checking everything. So just wait until they're done and then go check it out. It's really good. It looks really nice. We painted the whole inside. Um, and we finished our landscaping project. We've, um, uh, done, uh, we've done a lot of other things in-house. Uh, and I say again all this to say, if God has been faithful in 2022, don't you think that should give us hope and trust to be able to hope for even at least the same, maybe even more for 2023? 
even in our own lives? What do you think that it is that God would do, would want to do in you in 23? What are his hopes? What are his dreams? See, we all have some, if our hope's not totally wrecked, if it's not totally deferred, we all have some hope. And we have our own hopes that, oh, I want to accomplish this, or I want to be this, or I hope to, you know, this is the time when everybody's going to go to the gym and lose weight. I hope, <laughs> how many have lost hope in losing weight? I still haven't. I'm still trying. But we all, we all have hope in some things that be able to happen this new year, that I hope that God will come through in this, or I hope I can accomplish this this year. But the question that I want for you to answer, for you to answer today is, what do you think God is hoping to accomplish through you this next year? What does he see in you? What are the things that he wants to do? Because the scriptures that I've used today, the two of them, don't talk about what we want, but what he wants. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion of the day of Jesus Christ. What is it that he wants to carry on? What is it that he wants to do through you? What is it that he wants to do in you? Well, if you know your scriptures very well, you'll know that God has a whole bunch of promises for us. That he has come to give us life and life abundantly. That he's come to bring hope. That he's come to bring salvation. All these things that I've already said that he's done in 2022. Paul even says, I press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Meaning that I continue to hope for the things that Jesus died for. I believe that Jesus wants to do amazing things in each of your lives. That he does have a hope, that he has a plan, that he has a future for you, that he wants to provide for you, that he wants to guide your steps, that he wants to speak to you, that he wants to, to fill you with such joy and peace that you've never experienced uh, on this side of heaven. You've experienced in different ways and things that you like to do, right? Like I like to ski and golf and those things are great. But Jesus has greater things than the things of this world for you. That far outweigh anything that you could experience that this world has to offer. And I pray and my hope is this year that you all in this place will experience God like you've never experienced him before. That you will feel him, that you will encounter him, that he'll give you dreams, that he'll give you visions, that he'll come and speak to your heart and you'll know that I just had an experience, an encounter with Jesus Christ. I believe that God wants to have encounters all around this place this year. And I say around this place, I mean all around you. In your life, whether you're in the shower or driving or, or just walking around, even at work, that God is gonna come all of a sudden. Suddenly, the word says, and he's gonna suddenly come upon you. He's gonna speak to you. Maybe when you're sleeping even, you're gonna have this dream and you're gonna wake up and be like, What? That God wants to do supernatural things because God is supernatural. He's beyond the natural. We always are thinking, in the natural, I can accomplish this. In the natural, I can do this on my own. But why do we need God if we can do everything naturally? God wants to do supernatural things because he is super. He wants to do things above our natural abilities in us. He, right? We need God in those ways to do supernatural things. We need him to help us with the natural things most of the time. Come on, let's be real. So why not just let him? 
Why push them away? Why be the stubborn animal that just says, no, I don't need this. I can do it on my own. Don't, my way is better. Why don't we just embrace Jesus this year? Why don't we just say, God, have your way in me. God, move. I invite you to. This is what God wants to do in you. In 2023, the accomplishments that God did in the past should propel us into greater hope in the future. We have much reason for hope. On a church level, <laughs> you guys ready for this? Can I show you what we're hoping for? Well, if you guys wanna bring up the slides, you can. Some of you have seen this already, but we are moving forward already with this world of WOW Community Center. This is a picture of our to-be new kids um, sanctuary uh, down in the gym wing. We've already started renovating. We've already renovated some of that down there. We've done the bathrooms already. We've done one of the far ends hallways and some of the classrooms there. This is a game room for the kids' ministry. We want to have a community center here at the chapel. What are we gonna do with this, all this building? We have 64,000 square feet in this building right now. And by the way, we have about 40 acres of land, half, more than half of which is not even developed. What are we gonna do with all this? I don't believe that God just gave us all this just to do nothing with. I don't believe that our forefathers that, that bought all this and did all the work to get this just wanted just to sit here. And I don't believe that God wants it just to sit here. You can just pause there for a sec. We need to move forward into the promises for what God has hoped for, for this place. This is a um, playground in where the stage used to be in the gymnasium um, that we are hoping for. We are starting a after-school program this, next, this year. I was gonna say next year. <laughs> we're in this next year now. This year, we are starting an after-school program. This year, we are starting uh, childcare. This year, we are, all this is part of the bigger picture of having a community center that will serve and minister to the community that we live in. Uh, we want to have continue to grow our counseling center because suicide has become a real thing and more real in this community. Homelessness among teenagers is continually growing and we wanna do something about it. And so we are building a community center to reach this community, to have a place for them to come, a place for them to be fed, a place for them to get counseling, a place for them to receive Jesus Christ. We want to be a light on this hill. And by the way, we are on the tallest point of Cicero. Isn't that cool? And we want to be the lighthouse that God has called us to be. And so these are some of the things that we are reaching out towards. We're gonna to continue to grow in our reach315.com to continue to spread Jesus to our community and beyond. Um, one of the trustees had a vision uh, from God. They believe that God is gonna bring in 50 new families into this church in 2023. We're believing for that. We're believing that they'll be saved, that they'll be baptized, that they'll be loved by us and cared for in 2023. We have other capital projects like these bathrooms out here. How many would love to see those bathrooms right out here be redone, right? They need to be renovated, right? Um, we need a new gym roof now, apparently. <laughs> so uh, so we, roofs, right? Um, we gotta continue to move forward in that. Obviously, I showed you the World of Wow uh, Community Center that, that costs money. Um, and in the future, we wanna, we wanna build a sports center on that land. 
like a, like a 41 sports center, a Jones Road sports center with gyms and different things for the community and a, and a counseling center for more help, especially for marriages and families and suicide prevention for health. Also this next year, 2023, myself and a team are gonna be going to Sri Lanka to meet up with the pastors in Sri Lanka the pastors from India are gonna meet us there and the pastors from China are gonna meet us there. I'm gonna do a retreat uh, for those pastors to impart into them, to help build them so that they can continue to be refreshed to continue to move forward and spread the good news of Jesus Christ in China and Sri Lanka and India. That's happening in August. We are moving, there's other things we're gonna keep moving forward in because God can be counted on. In your life, God can be counted on. You may lose hope in other people. You may lose hope even in yourself. I know I have. But never lose hope in Jesus Christ. He is hope. He is the hope of the world. And he has brought light to you. He's brought hope to you. He's brought life to you. And I pray that this year, 2023, that above all else, above all these other things that I just talked about, that you and I will know Jesus better in 2023 than ever before. Above all else, let's get more of Jesus this year, amen? Not less. More of Jesus, not less. Start this year off right. I'm gonna ask you, if you really want more Jesus, pray more. I'm just saying, just talk to Jesus more. I'm not saying do some ritual. You can, but just be real with Jesus. Talk to him. Get in your Bible more than you did ever before. Fast more. Don't forget these journals. So for 21 days, starting next Monday, get involved more, give more, give more of your time, give more of your resources to Jesus and his kingdom. Love more. Lord Jesus, we're so grateful for the hope that we have in you. Our hope may be lost in other things, but it does not ever have to be lost in you because you will not disappoint. And I pray the people in this place that have been discouraged, that have been distraught because of the things, the hopelessness in their life, because of the loss, because of the disappointment. God, I pray that they would be able to transfer, transfer their source of hope from those things that disappointed them into you, who, who never disappoints, disappoints who, who never forsakes, who is always faithful, God, I pray that all of us would be able to do that even right now. Come on, would you just tell that to God, God, I'm sorry for putting my hope in all these other things. I pray that you heal me for them, from them. God, the hurt that I've experienced, God, heal me. God, I leave 2022 behind and I look forward to the hope and the promises that I have in you in 2023. In Jesus' name. If you're here in this place and maybe your life, you've never hoped in Jesus, 
You've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've, you've done it, but you're just kind of going through the motions. And today you're saying, you know what? I need to make things right in my life today. I need to get my life right with Jesus Christ. If that's you here in this place with everybody, would you just bow your heads and close your eyes one more time? If that's you here in this place, would you just lift your hand high enough so I could see it? Just say, hey, that's me. I need to put my hope in Jesus. I see your hand. Anybody else? I see your hand. Anybody else? I need to put my hope in Jesus, starting this year off right. Maybe you're watching online. I wanna encourage you, say this prayer with us today. Come on, let's all say this together. Say, Jesus, I'm sorry for putting my hope in everything else but you. Today, I put my hope in you. I ask that you forgive me for doing all the things. Come on, everybody say this. For doing all those things that have separated me from you. I choose you. Forgive me. I believe you died on the cross so that I could be made right and have a relationship with you. Today on January 1st, 2023, I start this year off with you. Amen. Come on, let's give it up for those that did this in this place. Bernie's just gonna play in the background here and I believe there's a lot of, like I said, people that are walking around, the hope, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And I wanna provide an opportunity here today. I have asked uh, the prayer ministry team and especially the, them to be ready even prophetically. But I believe that two things need to happen here as we move on in the service. One is, some of you need to put the past in the past and leave it in the past. And you need to come to this altar and ask for prayer or even pray on your own. Just say, God, I am dropping off all that hurt from yesterday. I don't wanna bring it into 2023 with me. Maybe you've been disappointed by a person, yourself, a job, finances. Maybe you've even been wrongfully disappointed in God. You're hoping for something that he didn't promise. And you need to forgive in that matter and let that go and hope in what God did promise. Whatever it may be, I wanna open this place up that you'd have a place to say, you know what? This isn't gonna follow me out this door. This, is, this can't come with me into 2023 anymore. I want you to get real with God. Say, I don't, I don't want this. I don't want this baggage anymore. I don't want this hurt. I don't have to keep carrying this. And maybe you, you're, you're kind of like troubled or turbulent or heavy hearted. And you may not even really understand why. Would you come and let somebody pray for you? We have some very um, discerning people that can hear from God and may be able to even help you to uncover some things that need to be let go of. The other thing that needs to happen here today is some of you need to know what you need to hope in. You have Jesus, but maybe you just don't have a relationship. You don't know what he put you on this earth for. You don't know, you don't have a plan. You don't have a purpose. And you're kind of walking around aimlessly. Like, hey, what am I supposed to do here? You're busy, but you're like the hamster in the hamster wheel that just 
doesn't seem to get anything accomplished with your life. And you look, as the years go by, you're like, what did I really accomplish in 2022? And you need to hear from God. You need to hear him tell you that your life, I made you on purpose, for a purpose, that you are loved, that you're cared for, that you're wanted, that you're needed, and that you're part of a beautiful body called the church that God put together with a purpose. Some of you need to hear that and have somebody pray over you and say, hey, I believe that God is saying this about you. And so would you guys just stand to your feet all around this place? Come on, stand to your feet with a prayer team, all of the elders and other prayer members uh, and staff. Come now. God, I just pray right now in this place that people would not leave here with heaviness or brokenness or unforgiveness, but that they would leave this building ready to face 2023 clean, forgiven, forgiven, full of hope, full of a future. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I just wanna encourage you, come, get prayed for. Receive from Jesus, leave the past behind. Thank you again for checking out this message. If you would like help taking your first steps on your faith journey, you can text the number 315-444-2100 and include the word Jesus in your text. We're gonna follow up with you and help you get started. God bless you and thank you again.